We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bill's talk. We just talked a little bit of the Memorial Tournament uh, last half hour with our very own Brian Cozy of Tita Green in the mornings here on WGR. But let's go back to the Western Hotline because Eagles beat reporter for NJ.com. He's also the co-host of the No Huddle Show. It's Mike K. You could follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore E underscore K. It's K-A-Y-E. Mike, thank you so much for joining me, man. It's, it's a pleasure and I'm happy to have you on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you going with the NJ.com and not NewJersey.com. That's how you know it's real. That's that's how you know that we're. I, I'm a, a New Englander. You know that's how that's how you know that uh, I, I'm a part of something bigger than myself here in the states where we. I guess we call what is it like Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts, New York, and New Jersey. Is that is that is that we, what do we call that? Is that is that is that is that New England? I, I think we call that the, like the well-educated. Area. Oh right, right, right. I yeah, that's. I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't handsome, know. well-educated. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the specifics of it, Mike. But I, I just know that I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> listen, I um I wanted to have you on because obviously the discussions have sort of been ongoing really since the draft about Zach Ertz and sort of the Bills. I guess, prolonged interest in the player. Um, and, you know, I'm going to talk later on in the program with Steven Ruiz, who did a great piece uh, for the win, talking about the actual schematic fit with Zach Ertz in this Bill scheme. And I'm sort of sold that there really isn't that much of a fit. But I wanted to ask you first, before we kind of go into all those specifics, like, why are we here with Ertz when he's got a year left on his contract? Um, this is a team that, you know, probably could use as many pass weapons as it, as it can get its hands on. What ultimately has gone wrong with Ertz that he has ultimately played his last down in Philly? So, you know, Ace Ventura would go (laughs) and rewind all the way back to um, last summer, okay? So last summer, Zach Ertz wants to be paid like a top three tight end. He considers himself on par, if not a little bit below Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Uh, The Eagles don't feel that way. Um and so he's a guy who they view as a top 10 tight end, not a market breaker. Not a, They offered him a raise, but it wasn't substantial enough for him and his, his party. Uh, took it kind of as disrespect, went public about it. Um, you know, he felt disrespected. This is a guy who caught the game-winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. He's a guy who led the Doug Peterson regime in, in, in receptions and receiving yards for four straight seasons. He's a guy who is a three-time Pro Bowler. He is one of their very few in-home talents that has really risen through the ranks and become a prolific player. And I think he's a guy that the city's really, really embraced. He's a genuine guy, and he's, he, he's very emotional. He's played with 
um, a punctured lung. Like he's a guy who is he's become Philly through and through, and I think yeah. it just wasn't good enough, I guess, with the negotiations. And so, um, you know, he's gotten into disagreements with the front office, and last year. Uh, he suffered an injury, dealt dealt with inconsistent play from Carson Wentz, dealt with inconsistent play from himself, um, dealt with inconsistent performances from the coaching staff. I mean, it was just like a perfect storm of yeah. terribleness. And now it just kind of seems like it's time for a change of scenery. And yeah. he's set to make $8.5 million, and his play last year did not, you know, go in line with that type of salary. The Eagles are kind of somewhat in a rebuild transition period. And right now, it he wants out. They have Dallas Goddard, who's a former second-round pick. They don't know if he can be a bulk tight end because we haven't seen it. He's always been the number two guy. So it's kind of exactly what they need to do is kind of open up cap space, which they badly need. Yeah. And then – you know, go from there. I just think it's kind of a perfect storm. So, you know, I think the easy second phase of this question to, to sort of ask you about is throughout this process, and I would, I guess I would call it the Eagles' inability to find the compensation they're looking for in order to move Ertz. How much, I listen, I think ultimately the last year and a half, maybe, maybe we'll call it two full calendar years. It hasn't really been the best two years for Howie Roseman, considering this is a guy that constructed a, a, a Super Bowl roster not that long ago um, and did so with his starting franchise quarterback going down with a season-ending injury, and they won it with a backup quarterback. So, like, he if he was at the mountaintop just not too short long ago, he's sort of at the very, you know, he's at the very opposite of that right now. And I'm, and I'm wondering how much responsibility he wears because at least the, the things that we've been hearing here is, you know, Brandon Bean, the Bills, have sort of said what they're willing to pay. Um, that wasn't good enough at the draft. Why would it be good enough now um, unless they're just getting desperate? But it feels like, anyways, Mike, that Howie doesn't have a whole lot of leverage here. Teams know that they don't want to bring Zach Backerts or bring Zach it's back so like what kind of leverage does he have to actually get the sort of compensation in return he's looking for when everybody knows what what the situation is i mean he doesn't he does i mean it's it's it, it, that's the the problem is everybody knows that zach's been given the opportunity to seek out a trade everyone knows that the eagles are moving forward in a direction without Zacherts. but the eagles really want compensation they want to be able to sell sell it to their fan base my solution has always been a player-for-player player trade because then you can tell the upside of the player you sure. acquire. And I know for a fact that they've discussed player-for-player player trades uh, with other teams. The issue becomes the right player-for-player, player, right? Because if you want player A and the team is only willing to part with player B, you're not going to reach an agreement. It's the same thing with the draft pick. And I think they're at a point where – now you bring up the draft, okay? Here's what the difference is. During the draft, if they traded him, they'd only get $4.9 million back in, in cap space. Now, past June 1, they'll get $8.5 million in cap space. That's a massive sure. chunk of cap space for them. So that's why things could be a little different. Here's my thing. If he shows up to training camp, you're risking injury. Yep. Also, if he's a malcontent, you're risking ruining the honeymoon phase that they currently have with this new staff, which is, I was at 
their last offseason program workout yesterday, I've never seen a practice like this. I mean, highly competitive, highly fun, everybody's smiling, everybody's engaged. Uh, you don't want to bring in a sour grape. Yeah. And I think that's going to inevitably be what turns the tide here. Um, you know, Howie Roseman can go to his owner and say, look, I've done everything possible to trade this guy for value. Now we just kind of have to take our lumps. Or we're going to risk injury, and we're not going to get a, comp, a very good comp pick. We're not going to have a very good atmosphere here. We need to determine what's best for the team. Mike K here on the Western Hotline. He's the Eagles beat reporter for MJ, NJ.com. Um, Mike, you know... I, I kind of want to turn gears a little bit here and shift gears into talking a little bit more about the Phillies uh, or the Phillies. Huh? Uh, yeah, you want to talk about the Phillies? Uh, no, about Philadelphia's upcoming 2021 season, sort of the outlook. I am of the mind that I think the NFC East is going to go from maybe being the worst division in football to maybe being one of the best and deepest this year. Um, I like what the Giants have done. I like what the Washington football team has done. Um, and Dallas is getting Dak back, and maybe year two of that, you know, McCarthy system. Maybe there's there's some there's a spark there, and maybe they won't have the worst defense of all time. Um, where does that leave Philly? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It just kind of reminds you of the NFC West before Pete Carroll and Harbaugh uh, got there. You know, I mean, in the early uh, 2010s. Um, look, I think Philly is going to go as far as Jalen Hurts takes them. I mean, this is really a prove-it year, if, if anything, for, for the young quarterback. I think they're very strong up front. You typically win football games by how good your offense and defensive lines are, and they have one of the best two trench groups in the league. With everybody's healthy on the offensive line, which is a big if, like they have the best offensive line maybe in the NFC. Uh, defensive line, they were second in sacks uh, last year, and now they're bringing in a system that creates turnovers and creates, you know, a lot of different confusion pre-snap as my two-year-old runs in here. Sorry. Some confusion uh, pre-snap, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a – well, that was post-snap, I guess. That was, yeah, say, that's right. But, that is post-snap, yeah. But but I this is a team that has brought in a coaching staff that is huge on development. Development is a big deal to this coaching staff. And, look, they're unknown. Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator, is kind of getting a reputation in the NFL of being like the defensive equivalent of Sean McVay. Everybody's intrigued by what he's going to do. Um, so I think, you know, corner is a massive need for them. But outside of that, you kind of feel good about the front seven. You feel good about the safeties if everybody's healthy. Um, Devontae Smith is, is mm. the real deal. Okay. I'm telling you. That's what I wanted to hear, dude, because, by the way, I've, I literally went all in on him on my dynasty rookie drafts this year. I had three dynasty drafts, and I took him in all three drafts. It's kind of I was in a good position. I was like between eight and ten in every draft, uh, and that's sort of where he's been falling. And I'm kind of going all in on him. And it feels like, Mike, too, just to build off your whatever you're going to sort of build up here with Devonta Smith is, I would say him and Hurts together is giving Hurts a fighting chance, no? Yeah, I agree. And I think, look, Jalen Rager had a rough rookie season. He dealt with injuries towards the end of training camp. Uh, the previous staff didn't really put him in position to make plays. I think he he's essentially could be a very good number two wide receiver. 
it takes pressure off of him. Dallas Goddard being the guy is an unknown, but he's extremely talented. Um, and look, I think this is a 9-8 win team. I think everybody in the division can win at least eight games. Um, and with that extra playoff spot, that seventh spot, it wouldn't shock me if all four teams had a good shot of making the playoffs, like you said. So um, the Eagles are kind of the wild card, and that in the division has typically led to positive results, especially with new coaching staff. Uh, a team hasn't repeated as division winner since the Eagles did it in 2003 and 2004. So it's almost anybody's game. You know, this isn't the AFC East where, yeah. you know, the Patriots dominated forever and now it seems like it's the Bills division. So um, it's anybody's ball game. Mike, uh, thank you so much for hopping on. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm excited about whatever this the ending of this whole Zachary situation ends up being because I'm just, frankly, I'm, I'm sick of, like, talking about what the – the potential of this is or what what the potential move means obviously the, the the conversations got ramped up big time this week with the bills converting um a bunch of uh stefan diggs's salary into a signing bonus and opening up almost eight million in cap room i mean the number alone just you're you're connecting dots here so i i guess the last thing i wanted to ask you is just overall what would the Bills in your mind right now be getting in Zach Ertz, considering what it would mean for them is kind of notching down a third-year tight end that they, I think they like a lot, um, but I think they're worried and maybe trying to hedge their bet, and maybe that's why you go after Zach Ertz. But like wh- knowing that it would be at the essentially at, at the risk of hurting someone else's development, do you think it's a, a move worthwhile? Well, I think if you if you want a big slot, I think if you're going to run a lot of you know, 12, per, I mean, if you're going to run a lot of 11 personnel and you want that tight end to essentially be another slot receiver to pair opposite Cole Beasley, you're feeling really good about Zachary. He's going to be good in the red zone. He's extremely precise with his routes. He's not a guy who's going to win based on athleticism. He's a guy who's going to get open pretty regularly. He can catch the ball and then he's going to get tackled and, and taken down. But I think more importantly with the culture that Sean McDermott has built, he is a Sean McDermott type of guy, mm. and I think he would fall in line. I think he would actually prefer not to be the, the go-to target like he has been. I think he'd like to prolong his career and be successful and be part of a cog in, in the machine as opposed to the guy in a lot of ways. I think he's reached the point in his career where he's shown that he's extremely talented, but being part of a talented offense with Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and um, Cole Beasley, and basically all of these weapons, like, I think it really helps him. He's not going to block for you, but I, the way it appears with this roster, the running game isn't going to be the catalyst for success anyway. So um, I, I think he's a guy who can be a very good situational player at this point in his career. I think he can give you very quality uh, snaps in a two-minute drill. I think he's a guy who can be a very good leader in the locker room. Awesome, Mike. Thanks so much for the info, man. We really appreciate it. Thanks for making some time for me on your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll definitely look forward to having you on if uh, if the Bills and, uh, and Eagles cross paths soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks, my friend. Mike K. there on the Western Hotline. Again, he's the Eagles beat reporter for NJ.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore E underscore K. It's K-A-Y-E. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.